You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, welcome back. Warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Alan's off to Indiana, so this is your rare chance to get calls in this hour. We take, we call it four calls. That's it, four calls. I will take them in just one moment. Uh, so if you guys can hang on for just a second, and it can be on anything. It doesn't have to be on the Yankees. Anything. Call, talk about Al. The, the warm-up show, uh, Boomer, I don't whatever you want. I'm here for your calls, 877-337-6666, but just four of them. So yesterday, and then I'll get to the calls in a moment, uh, when you turn on the TV today, if you are watching Boomer and Geo, which why wouldn't you be, uh, on CBS Sports Network, you will see a, a little bit of a gash with stitches above my right eye. So, because my younger son had a baseball tournament this weekend, I was not able to see my father for Father's Day. So, the idea was we're going to take him golfing for Father's Day. And so, um, we chose, it was going to be today. We wound up choosing yesterday for other reasons. And it was going to be a little bit of a golf day. And then I was going to get my son to baseball practice at 6 o'clock uh, in perfect timing. We were playing at 1. Everything was great. So, we, get, we go down to Howell Park uh, in New Jersey. And we had a wonderful day for an hour. Why would it only be for an hour? Well, because Numbnuts over here, me, has a ball behind a tree. As my drive sprayed it a little bit off the fairway to the right, and it was to the right of a tree. I would say I was probably three, four feet to the right. So instead of pitching it to my left and sideways, I figured I would try a shot that I have tried 100 times, if not 200 times in my 25 years of playing golf, and I would shoot it up the right side and just land it maybe 75, 80 yards up the fairway. Nice little line drive, and away we go. It was a 500-yard par 5. Why give up the hole when I've made this shot every time? Well, when you don't play much like you used to, you're not quite as good as you used to be. Matter of fact, I kind of stink now, and that's fine. I've accepted that. I just go out and have fun at this point. But shots like this, I will no longer attempt. And why is that? Because instead of hitting the ball straight like I aimed it, I yanked it slightly left. And by the way, the tree was maybe six or seven feet in front of me. And that ball came right back at me at a very high rate of speed. Hit me in the floor. Ah! <laughs> you ain't kidding. And blood started gushing like I have never seen. Ah! Next thing you know, we're on our way to the clubhouse. I'm calling for a medic. And I'm on my way to the hospital. And I ended up with four stitches. They wanted to come with me. I would not allow them to come with me. I said, you guys finish your round, which they did. And uh, my, wa- my wife met me at the hospital, and all was good. And- ah! Got it, Eddie. Yep, I got it. And so the only problem with your the way you just did that, it sounds like it's a vibrator into a tree. <laughs> this was just a swing. Hit the tree. Ball comes right back at me. So a little advice. Ah! <laughs> a little advice out there if you're playing golf. Ball behind the tree. Pitch it to safety <laughs> because I'm not going to – I actually have my glove because it was in my uh, in the car. I have my bloody glove 
So last week, my son had a bloody sock from his um, varsity middle school championship game where a kid spiked him running to first base, and now I have a bloody glove. It just, oh, my gosh. So a great day as it started. Did not end so for me, but uh, I went down to Jersey Shore Medical Center, and the people there were phenomenal. Stitched me up. Ah! All right. I get it. I get it. I get it. And uh, and here we go. So you will see that uh, later on TV. And now I've explained myself, which I will again to the guys, because they probably are just in the back having hearing this or not hearing this. And then uh, we will go over it again. All right. Four calls. That's it. Four calls. Uh, 877-337-6666 can be on anything you want. We will start with Andrew in Fork and River. What's up, Andrew? Good morning. What's up, Jerry? How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Um, I'm, I'm glad I got through to you. Um... First off, you know, you got to take your medicine sometimes when you're out there on the course. But I, you know what? I, I agree. I totally agree. My my issue was I have I have hit this shot so many times. Like, I just missed it. Like, I missed it a solid six or six. And you know what's funny? A lot of my tee shots and a lot of my approach shots, I was aiming a flag back right, and I was, I was putting the ball back left, aiming right side of the fairway, and I was left. For whatever reason, if I was crossing my hands, everything was left yesterday, and I – Hold it left right into the tree. So you're right. I will take my medicine. I have learned my lesson. Yeah. Uh, on another note, you know, you guys uh, help me out through my commute. You and Al, I'm coming from Jersey to the city every day. From Fork and uh, River? You know, yep. Oof. Yeah, Oof. It's, a, it's a good one, but it's worth it. All right. Um, on the Yankees, though, uh, you know, who really is there out there to get as a pitcher? Because we all know we need pitching right now. I don't, it's a great question because as you – you know, there are teams right now where I would say, like the Reds, going into the season, I would say the Reds would have been a team you probably would have looked to for starting pitching. And you look at what the Reds are doing, they don't do anything but win all of a sudden. They've won 11 straight games they are very relevant. Um, I think you've got to let this play out another few weeks for teams to really have a good idea of what they are. Uh, and then I think names will start, start to pop up. I'm not going to give you one right now because I haven't looked at it. But I will tell you, as you get towards the end of June and then you get into July, I think that's when you will start to see who the real sellers will be uh, and what names will be available. Right now, kind of hard, aside from the really terrible teams, I don't know if you want to go in that direction anyway. Um, right now, you're probably still waiting that out. But they will. I'm telling you, this team, I think they'll be good enough to stay right where they are. That's seven, eight, nine games above 500. They're going to be right near playoff positioning, and I think this will be a team that will look to add rather than the Yankees aren't selling, not with where they are. There's no chance. I really do believe that they will be buyers at the trade deadline. Mike in Brooklyn, you're with uh, Al and Jerry without Al here on the fan. What's up, Mike? What's up, Jerry? You know, after after I heard your story, I, I wanted to hang up because, you know, my cold's not so positive. That's okay. What's going uh, on? No, so yesterday on the on – the, like, uh, Carbon Roberts, you know, Craig was calling you guys out a little bit, saying that you and Al didn't call him up to wish him well. He didn't that, leave you know, yet. You, you, what? He didn't leave yet. Well, I guess he was expecting a call after he announced, and he said, no. call him up on the show. Nah. And, you know, you're just doing it for yourself. Doing what for myself? If you call him up on, like, the last day of the show, you know, he, he really wasn't too too happy with you guys. He'll get he over it. I just wanted to let you know that. No, I appreciate it. He'll get over it. That's fine. I wasn't too happy okay. with him when he went to prison, quite frankly. I'm just, I just saying. I mean, uh, and I did text him. And I, here's, I would say this, Mike. Usually, when things like this happen, and Craig should know this by by now about me, when things like this happen, there is usually a crush of people that will call you 
And, you know, you get inundated, I think, with the response. So I texted him for sure, and I thought I'd let a little time go by because he was going to be here for another couple of weeks. And if he actually thought I wouldn't call him before he left, he that's stupid. So I will, and he will. Uh, if he doesn't want to take my call, he doesn't take it. That'll be disappointing. But I love Craig. That's never changed. And uh, if he thinks we're bad guys, well, so be it. Can't help that. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Joe and Tom Driver, what's up, Joe? Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm morning? good, Joe. What's going on? Long time listener. I just don't get a chance to call in. Say okay. I'm out well, here's your chance. Let's, let's do it. Okay. Uh, when I look at the Yankees, I'm going to take a macro look. I say what's the problem, my problem with the Yankees. I watch your list of every game. I follow them, you know, between the post-game and the pre-game. I don't get the chance to read the paper. This is where I'm going. If you take a look at where the Yankees were around 2000, 2018, give or take, all of a sudden I'm saying to myself, look at this core. Sanchez, Judge, Torres, then Van Chapman came back. Then they get... And uh, a tremendous deal is made for Hicks, who's showing things that he never showed before. Then, then you have, then you have, uh, they, they bring in DJ LeMayu. Yeah. Okay? I said, what, what a, what a, uh, a, a nice core they had. I said, this team was going, and then, you know, I figure Sanchez is going to be, you know, on his way to the Hall of Fame at an early age and whatnot. Everybody did, yeah. Okay. Now, I look at baseball when I look. That's a macro look at it. Then all of a sudden, that's why you can never really judge uh, in one way. You can never really judge Boone as a manager in one way. Game to game, he does a good job. He's had tremendous in- injuries over the years. Tremendous injuries. Yep. Tremendous loss of time. You know, and then they pick up Stanton. Stanton is what he is. I thought he'd be a little more of a former. You know, he's just terrible, terrible at that. But I look at things one way, and then I don't know why it's not brought up, especially when you talk about Torres and E.J. Romeo. It's being in shape. <laughs> that's, that's the problem I mean, you know what, you, Joe, Joe, you might be right about that. I mean, it's certainly very possible. Um, I just think he's broken down. I don't know that he's out of shape as much as he's aging and he's not the player he was. You bring up Torres, which is a good one, because he's still – he's a strange player. I mean, he goes through funks where he looks like he doesn't belong. Then he goes through little stretches where he looks like the player they hoped he'd be. Um, he's an odd one. I mean, and all the guys you just mentioned, Gary Sanchez, I agree with you. You thought you had 
a catcher slash DH for years and years to come. And then all of a sudden, that completely fell apart. I know, by the way, he went three for five yesterday for the Padres, who did snap the Giants' winning streak. Um, you know, he's another one. Aaron, you mentioned Aaron Hicks in the deal. When you go back, if you if you go back to the tapes to when Brian Cashman signed him to what we thought at the time was a team-friendly deal, we thought that was the steal of the century. He could hit, he could hit for power, and he played a great outfield. Then he gets hurt, comes back, and he can't get out of his own way. Remarkable. And he's been okay with the Orioles, and we've had fun playing some of his good highlights. He has, it's not like he's batting 400. He's probably batting around 240, 250. But he's been at least productive for the Orioles. But you're right. When you go back and you look at what it appeared to be, what was happening for the future of the team, man, it just doesn't go according to script sometimes. And in a lot of those examples you just gave, you're, you're spot on. So I'm glad you got in. I'm glad you were able to make the call. We appreciate you calling in. One more to close out four calls. His name is Dwight Nasbury Park. What's up, Dwight? Uh, yes, I like that comeback you said about Mr. Carton. But uh, this is about the Nets and about the NBA draft. What do you think about the two picks that the that the Nets made? Do you think they'll make a contribution immediately? I threw out. So I think from everything I've read, and I know I don't know enough about Whitehead, um, Clowney. I've seen a few times, and even a lot of the projections seem to be he might be a kid that can come in and contribute right away. So I would say. You know, the NBA draft, we always talk about this. The NBA draft, like most drafts, is really a crapshoot with what you draft, who you get. It seems like the kid at the top with the Spurs is a no doubt about it. Uh, I would certainly think, I mean, I, I don't know this, but I would think the kid Miller at number two is uh, a pretty sure thing. But I do think the Nets have a chance with the players they got that they can actually make a contribution, specifically Clowney, um, at 21. I don't know about the other two. We shall see. Every year you draft kids that play really well in college. The question is, does that translate to the NBA game? And more times than not, uh, more times than not, it it, it doesn't, to be quite honest. So uh, hard to tell. Don't know. I will tell you on paper. I like what they did. Um, We'll see. Time will tell. Now, the one thing real quick on basketball, I did see overnight or maybe late last night that the um, Wizards are sending Chris Paul to the Warriors for Jordan Poole. So does that tell you that Draymond Green is 100% going to be back if Poole is gone? I, I actually think, yeah, it probably does. And it's a great spot for Paul, who has never been able to win that championship, as we know. He's been on good teams, never been able to get it done. Now he goes to a team where he can be, I would think, Chris Paul going to Golden State would mean he's not going to have to be, I mean, well, not might, he's not going to have to be the guy. You've already got, Steph Curry there. Like, that is the face of the franchise. And if Draymond Green comes back, he takes pressure off you, too, for what he does and what he brings to that team. You add Chris Paul to the mix. Kind of like it for Golden State, and I like it for him. He's in his mid-30s, I would say now. He's got to be. Chris Paul has to be in his mid-30s. He's been around forever. And so maybe he becomes a a 20-minute-a-night guy um, and then doesn't break down towards the end of the season and stays well physically and can really make great contributions. So a lot of good stuff last night at draft night. Weird with the Knicks not having a pick. We did buzz no buzz, and clearly there was no buzz for this yesterday whatsoever. And I, I do believe partly because we knew when Yama was going to the Spurs, there was no intrigue at number one, which is usually the case, but also the fact that the Knicks were pickless, um, that kind of made it a little weird too in terms of the feel of the draft. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, if he's around, we'll get Fleegs on the fan for a few minutes to break down or not a breakdown, 
his take on the Mets. See if he's a optimistic or pessimistic Met fan. I don't know how you can be anything but pessimistic with what we've seen so far this year. But we'll talk a little bit about the Mets coming up. We also got a couple of uh, football topics to get to, too, if there's time. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan.